are listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Chris Motes. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us on this fine, beautiful Friday morning. If you missed our first interview, it was a fantastic one with Representative John Hansen. You can always check it out later today when we put it up on our podcast page on our website at realpresenceradio.com, or you can download our free app, and you can listen to it on there. Also, wherever you go, if you're heading out to Pier, you can tune it in. It's a good, it was a great interview, wasn't it, Chris? It was great. You know, Representative Hansen just, he speaks, he speaks so well, and he kind of speaks right to the heart of some of the principles that inspire us, both as Catholics and Americans, some of these things that, um, you know, just the dignity of human beings um, and the importance of religious freedom. So it was great, a great conversation with Representative well, Hansen. And I think I was a little surprised because I looked up his picture before the interview, and he's young. Yeah, actually, we didn't get into this, and he didn't share it, and... Uh, <laughs> And I was like, ah, do I... Um, I didn't feel like saying that to him. You're but young. Repre- well, <laughs> here's the thing. is Representative Hansen was, uh, I think at the time he was elected, the first time, was the youngest uh, person elected uh, to mm. the South Dakota legislature in its history. Um, and maybe there's been another one since him. But anyway, he is a, um, he is a younger person. Um, I, I would guess he's a, a millennial but um he's just very very well spoken and, mm-hmm. and has the esteem of of his colleagues regardless uh which side of the aisle they, they sit on i can i can attest to that so well and we um, need more more like him we need more like him so families encourage your kids become involved <laughs> you know yeah that's 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 absolutely right um and there are a lot of opportunities too for um for people to get involved for young people to get involved mm-hmm. um you know, they've got these page programs. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of these. I didn't know about them when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. But for, for a young person that's kind of curious, how does the process work? You know, would I be interested in this someday? As a high schooler, you can go spend uh, two weeks in the state capitol. Um, I, think, I think all the state, uh, state uh, legislatures have a similar program to what we have in South Dakota, where you know, you're kind of you're doing some things like maybe running and grabbing coffee for somebody, but you're also... You know, passing papers around and sharing notes, and you're just essentially serving as uh, as a helper yeah. um, to the legislators as they're getting their important work done. And you get to, you literally get a front row seat to the action. So yeah, it can be it's a, very a great interesting, way. very interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, well, before so, we went to break, you had said that you wanted to start our little um, half hour with prayer. What did you mean by yeah. that? Yeah, can we do that? Because I was yes, you know, we, we didn't up, do was, that. We didn't do it, and, and, then, and then Representative Hansen. Ah, man, he's so good. <laughs> he's you know he's just talking about how important it is to pray and seek the and will of the Lord. And we did start our show with our prayer. No, and um, you know mea culpa. So that's okay. Um, we're just gonna uh, we're gonna dust ourselves off and get back in the saddle here. Mm-hmm. So let's um, let's 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 do that now. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gracious and loving Father. We love you. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit to be with us today. Come and fill us up. Touch us. Um, Lord, a man full of leprosy uh, pled with you. He said, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. Lord, that's, that's our prayer to you. Um, you can make us clean. We long for you to, 
to purify us, to make us holy, to give us um, just a new outpouring of your very own life. Uh, give us the, the courage we need um, to step out boldly uh, and act in the world in the ways in which you want us to act. And, and Lord, too, give us the wisdom um, to, to know your own heart, to know the will of the Father. Um, just really, really pour into us, Lord, uh, all those gifts that you want to give us that, that help us to, to, be, to be your own hands in the world um, and to share the, the good news of salvation uh, through Jesus with others. Um, we, we really entrust everything that we, we have in our to you. We entrust our families to you, our homes, our work. We entrust our parishes to you. Um, and we give, we give everything to you through the intercession of, of your mother and ours who loves us so much. Hail Mary, full of grace, full of grace. the Lord is, the Lord with, is thee. with thee. Blessed, blessed art, art thou, thou among women, and blessed, and blessed is, is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother Holy of Mary, God, pray for, pray for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Chris. Oh, that feels so good. Now we're just I like... I know. Okay. Now we can we're start. We're back at it. <laughs> yeah, now we can start. Um... So there's so much more to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. So much more to talk about. You know, the the we're gonna spend a little time, I hope, talking about South Dakota, what's going on here in South Dakota, and um, and ways that people can can get involved with things that are coming up. Um, yeah. You know, just kind of visiting a little bit about um, the Page program and how powerful that can be for high schoolers. There's also an intern program for. For college students, uh, for people that want to get involved, uh, for young adults that want to get involved, but one of the reasons that that is so important, and you alluded to this earlier, Heather, when we were visiting with Representative Hansen, is that we really truly do have citizen uh, legislators. You know, they go mm-hmm. they go up to the state capitol and appear for you know between thirty five and forty working days. So it's roughly it's roughly two and a half months or so. Um, Working, working four-day weeks, they, they tend to take longer weekends. Um, every other weekend is a little bit longer weekend, so they can check in with constituents and answer questions, get caught up. But the real kicker, and a lot of people don't realize this, is that our legislators, they don't have, they don't have a staff. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have, they've got, you know, these student volunteers, but they don't have offices, the vast majority of them. They literally have a desk on the floor of the chamber and a telephone. So imagine like trying to do you know, the complex work of governance today. Yeah. Um, it, it, it almost harkens back to an earlier age, but God bless them. They get, they get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and our, and our state has one of the shortest sessions. Isn't that true? Yeah, it is a, it is a fairly short uh, legislative session. Um, and that's something that we've talked about too in the past is, is like, yeah, the, it, sometimes it can be a bit difficult to get all of the work done. Mm-hmm. Because they're gonna, there are gonna be over 500 bills filed, probably, and according to state law, every single one of those bills gets a hearing, mm-hmm. meaning it it's assigned to a committee, and the committee is gonna consider those who are opposed to the bill and those who are in favor of the bill, um, and that's a lot, a lot of work to do in mm-hmm. you know 37 working days. Um, yeah, so well, it's, uh, they, they've got a lot, a lot of work to do. Um, North Dakota, uh, they are going to do a longer session, about twice as long as South Dakota's, but every other year. And then Minnesota does, I think, probably more of a, what is a typical session for, for a lot of states, 
um, quite a bit longer. Um, not not the whole year, but a bit longer, and then and then every year, like South Dakota. Interesting. Yeah. So let's let's um, dive into South Dakota a little bit um, first. Introduce yourself in case folks don't know who you are, Chris. I think we're doing our segments backwards today, so that's okay. But (laughs) we started with prayer in our second segment, whatever. So for those that aren't familiar with you, Chris, introduce yourself, and then we'll uh, discuss a little bit about South Dakota. Sure. I, you know, my name is Chris Motes. I'm, um, I'm a married man and father of four delightful children, and, uh, and I'm the director of the South Dakota Catholic Conference the Catholic conferences are organizations that serve the bishops of any given state, um, principally on matters of, of law and public policy. Um, so a big part of our responsibility um, is, is teaching and helping inform the, the faithful on things related to you know, principles of the faith as they're coming up in the public square, but also engaging one-on-one um, in our state legislature so, you know, pro- providing resources to people who are working in government, you know, whether that's our, our governor's office or whether that's people uh, who are elected um, as representatives or senators. So, and this is kind of like prime time for us um, as we're all getting ready for new legislative sessions in 2021. South Dakota starts next week. Um, North Dakota's already started. So, yeah, that's in, that's in a nutshell who I am. I, as we kind of talked a little bit about earlier, I am a lawyer. Um, before taking up um, this current work uh, and helping found the South Dakota Catholic Conference about three years ago, I, I practiced law in a small a small town. Kind of did a lot of a lot of different odds and ends, and just really really loved it. And then before that, um, I served as a, a Marine officer. I was really just the honor of a lifetime uh, to lead just incredible young men hmm. um, as a as a platoon and company commander in the. Third Light Armored Reconnaissance Battalion, so a Marine uh, Marine Infantry Battalion. Uh, so that's that's me in a nutshell. But my, you know, <laughs> since taking up this work three years ago, has just been a, a great, great joy. Wonderful. Well, and I was so um, excited to see that our two dioceses in South Dakota were joined together by one person. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, because that's how that's how the state works. You know, everybody meets in peer, and so why not have two dioceses represented? by one person. So I loved that we were able to do that. Yeah, it is a, it is a good thing. It's, um, you know, the, there have, there has been sort of ad hoc engagement. Um, and it will even more than ad hoc organized engagement, um, in peer for a number of years, but it was just What's three years ago that they decided mean? that ad hoc, sorry, <laughs> that's a, that's lawyerly kind of meaning like, um, is that you know, for on lunch? the fly almost. Yeah, on okay. the fly. You know, the Catholic Conference is an organization. So ad hoc, mm. um, there, there were some, some great, great advocates that have been, been uh, up in peer uh, representing Catholic values, um, Catholic principles in the past. But mm-hmm. uh, the Catholic Conference, is the, the bishops have decided to organize a little more, which is, yeah. which is helpful um, to have an organization committed to these issues day in and day out mm-hmm. um, on behalf of both of, both of the bishops. Yeah, of South Dakota. It's been great. So, great. Um, well, before we get into South Dakota, we have to take another break. So it's time. It's time. I don't know okay. where the time went, but we're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, um, we're going to dive into some things for us South Dakotans to be aware of and to look forward to in 2021. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live right after this break. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. And I'm Chris Motes. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We're talking all politics today. Don't be afraid. It's all good stuff. So, Chris Motes... Do not be afraid. (laughs) If I'm talking about it, folks, it has to be a little entertaining. So (laughs) we're uh, talking with Chris Motes. You're my co-host. And we just got done really fast 15 minutes talking about what the Catholic Conference for South Dakota is. So let's dive right into what can we expect for South Dakota in 2021? Well, there's a whole host of issues, and um, a lot of things, nothing has been filed yet, so we haven't seen any actual bills filed, but we have a sense of some of the things that are coming. One of the things that the the Catholic Conference here in South Dakota is really going to be watching for um, are a couple of different issues we should walk walk through. The first one is in the field of education, you know, really going to be watching for, for bills. They could be homeschool bills, or they could even be bills that, that support um, our state tax credit scholarship program. So there's a, mm-hmm. just briefly, there's a program that um, that the families can apply to get a scholarship. It's, it's a modest scholarship to help send their child uh, to a Catholic school. Um, you know, these this is a f- education policy is is probably an arena that um, people don't Catholics don't necessarily think about a whole lot when it comes to you know like. Um, I don't know, principles in the public square, but mm-hmm. there's really a great wealth of, of Catholic teaching on the topic. One of the biggest uh, sources is the Second Vatican Council. There's a, there's a declaration of the, the council on, on Catholic education um, and just how important it is. And there's this phrase that a lot of us may recognize, um, and even if we haven't like read this document, but that 
that parents are the primary and principal educators of their children, right? We've heard that before, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. So th- there could be some bills that come up that really support and affirm that. So the, uh, another principle of the, of the faith um, is that there's actually a duty of civil society. So it's not just that parents have the right as, as primary and principal educators of their children, but that civil society has a duty to protect these rights um, and to actually assist parents in living, uh, living out these rights according to the principle of subsidiarity um, that, and to help parents carrying out the work of, of, of education. Of course, you know, a lot of people um, are, are, are inviting others into this task of educating their children. You know, just think mm-hmm. of, you know, right. we're sending our kids to school. But yeah. still, that, that, that primary responsibility does remain with the parents. So we're going to be watching for, uh, um, watching for bills that touch on these principles um, this, this year. Um, another, uh, another area that is really just at the heart of a lot of, of um, political engagement for, for Catholics it's something that's just so, so important. It's been in the forefront of our, our minds, sadly, for, for 50 years. It's been our pro-life witness. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in South Dakota, we should just be grateful that we have such a strong um, pro-life political uh, culture here that right. um, there's really a, just a lot of thoughtfulness and support amongst our legislators and amongst our, uh, our, our, our governor, both past and uh, present, um, for pro-life bills. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we can expect to see a whole raft of bills that are that are aimed at um, supporting life in the womb. Um, obviously, Heather Roe versus Wade is still the law of the land, mm-hmm. but you know, God willing, that that won't be the case forever. And there are, you know, be assured, there are a lot of really smart, smart cookies out there that are just trying to think of how can we. Um, how can we bring the power back to the states? Is what Roe versus right. Wade uh, said was, you know, states don't have the power to ban abortion. So working to bring that power back home. Um, well, and I think what you just said is extremely important to reiterate because we get so wrapped up in what's going on in D.C. that we forget that what's happening at home is just as important and we have probably more to do with it, if if that makes sense. We have more... Um, impact on what's happening in our own backyards than we would in D.C. So people who might be tired of hearing about pro-life issues and it's like, oh, that's an uphill battle, we're never going to win. You've explained it to me before and I want you to explain it again, why we keep chipping away at this. Yeah, we we got to keep working. And, you know, you can think back to Mother Teresa who who reminded us that our the goal isn't to win necessarily. The goal is just to be faithful. It's not to be mm-hmm. successful. It's to be faithful. Yet we can, there are, there are very legitimate chances of uh, reasons for hope of success in this arena. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, um, it's, that's one reason that we can be um, r- really filled with hope there. This, this is in the realm of the courts and there's, there, there have been recent, recent cases at which the, the Supreme Court has indicated that it's 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 got an interest and a willingness to re-examine some of its uh, past abortion jurisprudence, so some of its past decisions on the topic of of abortion, and what the Supreme Court is doing when it's looking at when it's taking and reviewing cases 
is it's essentially reviewing laws that are made by state legislatures. So that's why it's so, so important for state legislatures to consider very, very carefully the laws that they're passing um, and try and craft laws in a way, um, yes, that, that supports and affirms the dignity of every single human life, uh, especially the most vulnerable, the li- li- lives in the womb, but also you know, in a very um, sort of prudent sense, um, trying to craft legislation that is going to be of interest, if you will, or, or that is going to be ordered towards, geared towards, um, taking down the Roe versus Wade jurisprudence that is kind mm-hmm. of currently in place. Really important to do that. Yeah. Well, and I kind of envision it as like Shawshank Redemption, if you've seen or read that book. You know, he chips away very slowly and he makes it all the way through that wall. So, you know, I just kind of envision that uh, we just got to keep chipping away at this problem. That, yep. That's right. You know, wall, walls are built one brick at a time. And to use the Shawshank uh, image, they're, they're also taken down one brick at a time. So that's right. we're, just, that's right. we're continuing that, continuing that hard, hard work. Absolutely. Um, you know, Heather, one of the other areas that, uh, that is probably going to come up um, has been one that, frankly, our society has really struggled with in the last couple of years. And that has to do with, with gender and human sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these ideologies... Um, and sort of errant theories of gender um, have crept in um, to to our legal institutions in various ways, and and there are legislators that are going to be interested in considering, you know, what is what is what is right and good policy. And so, the, you know, of course, the task for for a Catholic conference and for people of faith is to just continue to tell the tell the great truth about how God made us. You know, he made us uh, male and female, and he made us that way because he loves us. You know, it's a pathway of happiness and holiness. Um, so wh- one of my encouragements uh, has been in the past to legislators who are sort of maybe sorting through this issue for the first time. Um, maybe it's new. Is, is just that the church has got brilliant, brilliant teaching. It's, it's all there. We just need to, we need to jump into it with, with open hearts um, and, and ready to receive the, the wisdom that the, the church offers us. And then maybe the last, um, maybe a, 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 another issue to talk about is something we talked about a little bit earlier with Representative Hansen, and that's simply religious freedom. You mm-hmm. know, a bill, that, uh, a bill that I anticipate coming, I've been kind of following its development um, and, and still under review, but, but it's something I should mention is is a bill that's being called the Medical Ethics Diversity Act, um, which in a nutshell would, would permit a person uh, of, of faith to refrain from participating in a medical procedure that they disagree with in conscience. So the, the basic point is that a Catholic nurse, a Catholic doctor, shouldn't be forced to choose between their job and their conscience. Mm-hmm. You know, So maybe you've got a, a Catholic nurse who... In, in conscience, she loves and believes what the church teaches, and she, she can't in conscience participate in that sterilization. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this law would give her just the right to step back from the table and say, you know, not, not me and not today. Um, wow. You know, it's, we, we do need to live in a society in which rights of conscience are honored. And as mm-hmm. I said, the bill, is, the bill is still kind of in the works and under review, but... Um, but more information um, may, may be forthcoming on that topic. 
Wonderful. Before we go to break, um, for those that are listening in South Dakota, can you give them the website for the South Dakota Catholic Conference? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the South Dakota Catholic Conference, uh, all the information can be found at sdcatholicconference.org. We've got a, a host of resources up on the website, including all of the, the recent statements, joint statements mm-hmm. of the, the two bishops of South Dakota. So a, a great place that people can go to if they want to learn more, or, or they could even sign up for our email uh, list um, to, to get email updates during the legislative session. So yeah. they know, you know, when w- people don't even know, when do I reach out and touch base right. with my legislature? Uh, that's why so, we have a Chris so notes, the, folks. <laughs> that's right. You'll get the email updates and I'll, I'll give you the link so you can very easily find your representatives and your senator and send them a quick email and say, hey, I'm your constituent and I really want you to support House Bill, you know, XYZ. Amen. We're going to have more Real Presence Live right after this break. <laughs> <laughs> 